You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smartest Guys in Marketing Podcast. Chris Evans here with Taylor Wells. Taylor, how are you doing today, man? I'm good, dude. And just real fast, about the title, The Smartest Guys in Marketing, can I say one thing? Yeah. First and foremost, we came up with this title, Chris came up with this title when we were in a conference in Vegas. And it's twofold. One, Chris is the smartest guy in marketing that I've ever met. But two, we're going to start bringing on guests that some of them might be smarter than me, not necessarily smarter than Chris. And so the goal of this podcast is to not only give you tidbits from our business, what we're learning, reports actually from the field, battle-tested, but also to bring in actually the smartest guys in marketing from all over the planet and all these different businesses to come and share their words of wisdom, their battle-tested notes. I believe this is like the thing that I wish I would have had when I was first starting out. And that's our goal. So just a quick note on, on the title. Yeah, complete transparency, transparency, authenticity. Transparency. God, dude. <laughs> you kidding me right now? Yeah, I'm with you. Bro, my dog just died this morning, and you're like really just being rough on me right now. That is not even true. That's not, not true. What are we All talking right. about today? Today, we are talking about, are you ready for this? So ready. The three methods for generating content that connects with your market. Mm. <sighs> It's a registered trademark of traffic and funnels. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. So let's go ahead and jump into this. Like, let's yeah, not so screw around. Let's not screw around at all. So I'll tell you, I have like at least a dozen methods for like coming up with content. So like, we'll just give know, them three. We'll give them three. I used to write copy full time. Chris has run, you know, he doesn't know how to write copy, but. <laughs> oh my God, dude, I've literally <laughs> written so much copy <laughs> that converted. It's ridiculous. Honestly, though, here's one of the biggest complaints of people is like, guys, you know, how, how do I come up with content? You see our emails. We, we just have all this stuff we send out all the time. So three methods that, that I have pioneered with Chris to constantly get the ideas flowing. Mm-hmm. All right. So these are templates. One, two, three. I'll give you one, two, three. And then Chris, you can just interject whenever you want. Does that sound yeah. cool? Yeah. This is meant to be very actionable for you guys. This is straight mechanics. No philosophy here. Actually, speaking of mechanics, I just discovered the soundtrack from the crown. Have you heard that? Yeah. So that's literally actually something we should add to this. Like you should find a great piece of music and put it on repeat. That's yeah. what I do. when I write copy. I listen to Mad Max Fury road soundtrack on repeat. Yeah. That's pretty good too. So, uh, Whatever, dude. It's way better than template, the crown. template. Number one, list the mistakes that the market is making. Okay. So let's say that you run a lawn care business and your clients are vetting you up against a bunch of other competing lawn care companies, okay? What mistakes do people make when hiring a lawn company? And what mistakes do your competitors make that you can help your clients avoid, okay? If you're a consultant, you run Facebook ads, what mistakes are people making when they try to run their own ads? Does this make sense, Chris? Yep. So for us, you know, like we have a list of mistakes. We have a, there are a lot of mistakes that people are making that they don't know that they're making and we can teach them. But you want to talk to them about what those mistakes are. Tell them what's wrong, but don't tell them how to fix it. Okay. Um, so, for example, 
here's a mistake that our market tends to make. They're trying to do too many things and get them all to work at the same time. Yeah. Diluting focus, diluting bandwidth, and they're a mile wide and an inch deep and none of that's going to work. Right. So what do you do? You focus, you get people around you that are going to be able to create torque by doing less, but doing it better. Yep. Another example, selling low ticket. It's obvious this doesn't make any sense. Would you rather sell a hundred thousand things, you know, for a dollar or would you rather sell 10 clients for $10,000 and be really, really good. So selling high ticket requires a mindset shift and we'll teach you how to do that. See how that plugs into our pitch? Yeah, totally. And then like another example of mistakes, thinking that they need more traffic. I should talk about this quite a bit. Everybody's addicted to figuring out how to run Facebook ads. And like, yeah, we can teach you how to run Facebook ads. And we do that with our clients, but it's not the main problem. Yeah. So it's a mistake to think that way. Plus another thing here is it's positioning because it's going against what a lot of people in the market talk about that they should be doing, right? That they should be selling a thousand dollar course or they should be running more traffic or they should be writing blogs and creating videos and have a YouTube channel and Instagram and all this stuff. So it also positions you as an authority because you are essentially swimming against the stream and you're saying the opposite of what everybody else in the market is saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, very good. So list the mistakes of the market. Very easy, very simple. Just grab a notebook and list the mistakes. Uh, the second one is similar, but it's different. Common misconceptions assumed as truths. What does this mean? Talking about contradictions and polarization, which yeah. if you look at us and you go back to the very, that's how we frame this podcast. Why we are very polarizing. One, the title of our podcast, people might think, oh my God, the guys, those guys think they're the smartest guys in marketing, right? We're getting attention. We're polarizing people. And also we talked about the first several scams, you know, the first, what, seven, eight episodes of our podcast. We're talking about how everything's a scam. Yeah, exactly. And it is, these are things that are common misconceptions that are assumed as truths. You know, more is better. Be everything. Do everything. Be everywhere. Think big. You got to sell. You need more traffic. These are all these things that we talked about at the very beginning that people thought that this is just the truth. You've yeah. always heard you got to be everywhere and do everything, but it's, it's, a, it's a, we call it a scam, but it's, you know, misconception. Yeah. Scam. Anyways, another example is like, you need a website. We, we started a lot of our initial traction off of telling people, look, you don't need a website. We didn't have a website when we started. Yeah. Pretty polarizing. It's kind of in your face. Does that make sense? Very much. Number three, this is probably my favorite, but it's also the hardest to learn how to do. And this is story selling. So one of the things that we try to teach our clients, especially at the very beginning when they're getting into doing organic, and by the way, 70% or more of our clients, ROI, they start making money without getting paid traffic. It's our organic stuff. It's yeah. A lot of people are starting to do it now, but we pioneered this stuff, like going out and offering value and story selling and doing things like that. And so can we talk about an example real quick? Of what? Of a story that, that we can turn into content. Bro, if you ever interrupt me when I'm on a roll like that again. I, oh, I didn't know you were on a roll. Bro, I was like literally getting hot and bothered over here. <laughs> hey, can we edit that out, please, engineer? I was just getting excited. So don't yeah, ever say that again. Let's talk about a story. Let's talk about a story. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I don't, Dude, I don't hold know. on. We got to talk about this real fast. Okay, don't edit this out. But I'm from the South and I've never heard this. And I want to know if you've heard this. Somebody the other day said that waitress looks like she'd been rode hard and put up wet. <laughs> no. I'm Have you heard that. that? No. And I was like, 
don't talk about people like that. And they're like, that's a Southern expression. Like, like a horse. It's like run too much. I was like, that is not an expression that no. I've ever heard before. Yeah. That's not, I feel like that would get us sued. Um, yeah. Wait, what would <laughs> that expression? If we use that in our business. No. Well, dude. <laughs> All right. Back to you, back to story selling. Here's an example. I'll give you, I'll give you guys an example. And then Chris, it sounds like you want to take the lead. So I'll just, no, just let me tell the story. Yeah, go ahead. Of how you could use this. Right. So, I go to Starbucks the other day, just like I do every day. And I walk in and it's like commotion. And I'm like, what's going on? I had done a mobile order for my grande Starbucks double shot on ice. So I walk in and, and the guy just looks at me and with like just this distraught look on his face. And I was like, what is going on? And so then I, I noticed that both of the espresso machines were like taken apart. And I literally have, I've been to Starbucks so many times. And I haven't seen this before, but essentially they had to refund me because they couldn't make my drink. The machines were broken. So this is a real life story actually happened. I couldn't get my freaking coffee. So Taylor, how would we leverage this story in our content marketing to connect with our market? Yeah. So Chris was at Starbucks, espresso machines were broken. Um, obviously tell the story because that wraps people in when you're like, dun, dun, dun. The look on his face looked like he had just been told that his dog died. People were like zoomed in, they're into the story. And here's the reality. Here's the point. All systems will eventually fail you. Mm. It's true. Stuff's going to go up and down in your business. And then I would probably link to that episode that we just did about what to do when your breaks. Because it's giving them more content. What to do when things break. Things are going to let you down. You've got to, number one, expect it. And number two, pre-create solutions for when things do let you down. And never have a, a reliance on just one source, one market, one way of getting money, one way of getting prospects, one way of getting on the phone. There's safety and redundancy. And, you know, perks of working with us is we actually have three redundant systems that work in tandem that get you leads and pull in clients. So you're really never at risk that one will just randomly stop working. Case yeah. in point, our Facebook ads, one of our ads accounts got shut down a couple of weeks ago. We haven't really skipped a beat. We're doing the same amount of revenue. If we had just relied on one source and one thing alone, we'd have been screwed. Yeah. So if you want to talk to us about this and how to set this up in your business, boom, click here. Let's have a chat. Mm, so good. People relate to stories. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like so many people say they have content blocks and they can't write content or whatever. And look at what the easiest way for you, like the modality for me, it's video and it's audio. That's my preference. So you don't know how to spell. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, I couldn't afford to go to school. But so that's my preference. And I can tell a story through that. And I could just crank out stuff. So when you yeah. get into your modality that you're most comfortable with, and you just use stories like that, you know, just normal day stuff. Because I think the thing is, Taylor, like people think that their prospects, their clients, their market are robots. You know, they're not like actual humans that go through these emotions and walk into Starbucks with their machines being broken or their kids having attitudes or their wife, you know, dragging them all over the place and telling them everything that they have to do like your wife does, you know. So yeah. what's next? Are you losing momentum right now, bro? I feel like you're like really losing steam on me. Dude, I just, I've been road hard and put up wet. <laughs> Don't ever say that again. That's literally, I feel violated right now. Oh I mean, dude, what do you, we can give people another example or man, we could, uh, 
we could tell them what we're talking about next. Let's go one more example. All right, you have a story you want to just give to me on the. Fly? Well, the other day you were you were telling us about you're at the gym, which I don't know if I actually believe that, but you were at the gym. Tell us that how you you're literally use the, story. the you're the rudest human being I've ever met. Do you love me so life. much? Oh yeah, the deadlifts. Yeah. So yeah, we have this client right now who's his name is Nick, and um, Nick, if you're listening to this, hey man, I'm glad we know each other. This dude's ripped out of his freaking mind. Have you seen pictures of him? Mm-hmm. So he's coming to a mastermind with us uh, a couple of weeks, and I just feel compelled, like I need to, you know, bulk up a little bit so I don't get embarrassed. In a week? A couple of weeks, yeah. The steroids so I was doing, aren't working, I was, I was doing deadlifts, and I'm actually, I'm pretty consistent in the gym. It's like a major source of, like, stress relief for me, but I've been stepping it up because, dude, I want to, like, I want to be literally a, a monster. And so... I was doing deadlifts and I kind of hurt my back because I haven't done deadlifts in a long time, which is like really lower back intense. And, um, and then the next day I go to this cardio class, it's a high interval, it's orange theory and they're doing freaking lower back, like the worst luck ever. And I just didn't look at the schedule. So I didn't know. And so I get home and complaining to my wife about it. And in her infinite wisdom, she said, well, why did you, Hey, why did you just schedule the two classes back to back? If you knew you were doing lower back, why did you, she kind of looked at me and I was like, freak, you're right. And so, yeah, I mean, how I would wrap this into a story would be like in business, it's the same, it's the same thing. You have a, a limited amount of bandwidth that you have to manage. And if you stack up too many projects, you stack up too many activities, too many things back to back to back, you will quickly run out of bandwidth. And so that's why when we were first starting, we could get away with this. But now at the level that we are in our business, we have to run in these 90 day sprints. Mm-hmm. And Chris and I, we meet every Monday morning to make sure that the activities for the week are spread out in a way that's systematically going to protect our bandwidth while at the same time producing results. And that's perks of our client kit workshop. And we have a 30 day blueprint that you follow. You come in, it literally gets you in shape, you know, example, like mm-hmm. you've not literally physically in shape, but it's perfectly designed to spread out your activities. So you're ignoring the stuff that taxes you, but it doesn't produce results. You're only spending time on the things that produce revenue and you can just follow it to a T. It's already mapped out for you. You're not going to double up on areas that would kill your bandwidth. It's not going to stress you out. It's going to be a relief. It's also going to produce income for you. If you want to know kind of how that works, let us know. Let's hop on and talk about it. Mm. So I was like a little looser. I had to try a little harder to correlate that in, but it still works, you know? Well, yeah, the thing about it too is the more you do it, it's again, it's like, it's a muscle. You you get stronger and stronger. Yeah. So the key is you have to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 100%. Cool. Anything else add I hope, to that? I hope that that helps. I've you killed really, that. I really want to make sure that you guys are getting value from this. Yeah. Hey, one thing that people say all the time is like, how much content should I write? Like how much, you know, how many blog posts, how many recordings? And what would you say to that? I think you should 80-20 it. What does that I mean? Think you should, I think you should spend... of your time actually coming up with the content and putting out great revolutionary information and then spend 80% of your time making sure people can get access to that. So for us, it was very easy at the beginning to just do like a daily email, but that wasn't really effective. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was 80, 20 out of line because we weren't spending any time promoting that. Yeah. Whereas now if you look at us, like we're on social media, we're on YouTube, we're, we're creating these massive pieces of content and then we're spending a lot of resource and a lot of time putting it in front of people. Yeah. So 
I think you do what you're, you're able to do and you play to your strengths. You know, for, for our clients, it's mainly one piece of content, a webinar. And then they get, they master the ability to get people in front of that piece of content. And that can get you by itself to 30, 40, 50 grand a month. And then from there, you can create all these ancillary pieces that play into that. Yeah. Yeah. So for most people, you shouldn't be out there writing blog posts and developing videos. If you don't have one source that's bringing you clients, then you got to get that figured out first. You have to master that first. Yes. So what's next for our, our next episode? Dude, I have no idea. You're just going to have to, uh, you're just going to have to check in with us. Cause I got something. some cool stuff. I got uh, something on the docket, how to figure uh, out that one piece of content, what you should implement in your business. Bro, I hope you have the answer to that. I have that down. I have the answer. I have most of the answers. Bro, I appreciate you. Thanks man. Hey, we got a gift for you guys. Trafficandfunnels.com slash gift, G-I-F-T. We have a cool little bundle that we put together for you on how to get clients. So make sure you go get that. Make sure you're also in our free group. We drop all kinds of wisdom and knowledge bombs in there. And you'll see that link in the show notes below. Until next time, I'm Chris. He's Taylor. See you guys. This is the podcastfactory.com.